Welcome to Conscious Business, where entrepreneurs learn to master their mindset, conquer their fear, and step into their bigger game. Now, here's your host, Julie Zuzak. Hello, and welcome to Conscious Business and this series on mindset. If you've found yourself here today, then you likely already know that being an entrepreneur is the most intense form of personal development that you will ever go through. It requires us to grow on so many different levels. And so the mindset that we hold as entrepreneurs, it really determines whether we are going to succeed or we're going to struggle. Today, I want to focus on a really important aspect of mindset, the ability to see different perspectives. And I have to confess, this is one of the most powerful coaching tools that I use with my clients. Because let's face it, there are so many different ways to look at a situation. And often when we're in a really stuck place, you know, a really, really, really stuck place, it's because we're looking at our situation from only one perspective. But if you can start to train your brain to look at this situation through a different lens or from a different perspective, which is what I'm going to teach you today, then you are going to completely change your life. Today, we're going to deep dive into understanding perspectives, and I'm going to teach you exactly how to use them. For some of you, this is going to be something brand new that you're learning. And for some of you, it's going to be a good old refresher. Either way, I know that you're going to love this episode. So here's a look at what you're going to learn today. First, I'm going to explain exactly what perspectives are. Second, I'm going to give you three different ways that you can practically use perspectives in your life. And in the last segment, I'm going to share one of the most powerful coaching questions that I love to use with my clients because it always causes big shifts. And I have a little challenge for you this upcoming week. So get out of your head, into your heart, and let's dive right in, shall we? So I have to confess, I was a huge fan of the late Wayne Dyer. He was always famous for saying this, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And I love this saying. It can be really, really an entire life's philosophy, can't it? Because here's the truth straight up. Quite often when we're in a challenging situation, we say to ourselves, Well, if only this person would change, then everything else would be okay. We crave other people to be different, or we crave the situation or the environment to be different, or sometimes we want them both to be different, and we think that our happiness is being held hostage in circumstances that are outside of ourselves. But, and this is a big but, here's a little dose of tough love that you might not want to hear, but you likely need to hear. You have absolutely no ability to control other people's actions. You don't. But you have total control over how you respond to other people's actions. Did you catch that? I'm going to say it again. You have no control over other people's actions, but you have total control 
over how you respond to other people's actions. And another saying that I love that always gives me great grounding and perspective is a quote from John Kabat-Zinn, you can't stop the waves, but you can learn how to surf. Basically, what we're saying is that you cannot control other people. You cannot control the environment that you're in. And even if, if you could control other people, well, there are more than 7 billion people on this planet right now. So let's just say hypothetically that you could control other people. Which option would you prefer? Option A, where you run around the planet and you do the work to change 7 billion people? Or option B, you change one person. I know that might be a tough call to make. I'll run you through those options again. Option A, change 7 billion people. Option B, change one person. So I hope you're not a glutton for punishment. I hope you went with option B, change one person. But you know what the bad news with that is? You know who that one person is? I'll give you a hint. You know them really, really well. And if you held up a mirror, you would get a really good look at them. Are you with me? Yes, that one person is you. If you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Now, this requires us to have a growth mindset which might be a new thing for you. And it might require you to be a little bit more positive than you are today. But trust me, it's totally worth it. When you compare the amount of work between changing 7 billion people and changing one person, it's worth it. Trust me. So here's a very simple way to understand perspectives. I'm going to use an example that you've likely heard before. It's a simple one, but it's a good one. Is the glass half full or half empty? Now, the glass has a set amount of water in it, and yet people will view it in either one of two different ways. One person will see the water that is in the glass. The other person will put their attention on the water that is missing two different ways of looking at the exact same glass. So this is essentially two different perspectives. Same scenario, same glass, two different ways of looking at it. And while there's a slight variation sometimes in different circumstances, you're either probably a person who is an optimist and sees the positive in everything, or you're a pessimist and you work really hard to see the negative in every situation. It is a choice, truly, and it's up to you. And sometimes we get in a rut and we start to play the blame game. You know what I'm talking about. You know this game. It starts when we look around and we take an inventory of everyone in our life and we keep track of all the things in our life that we want to blame them for. And blaming people is so tempting, right? Because then we don't have to take any responsibility for our life or what we do whatsoever. We get to be right all the time, right? Wrong. The thing is with blaming is that it actually doesn't work. As tempting as it is, it doesn't work for two reasons. First, 
Well, we have to always take 100% responsibility for everything in our life because truly, this is the only thing that we can control is us and how we show up. And secondly, well, we're just energetically connected to other people. So really by blaming them, we're essentially blaming ourselves anyways. So it's kind of like, you know, when you hold out your hand and you point a finger at someone else, maybe someone else you want to blame, you can definitely go ahead and point one finger at them. But in doing so, and go ahead, look down at your hand, there are three fingers pointing right back at you. Seriously. My point is, don't waste your time or your energy trying to blame someone else for what is going on in your life. If you want things to change on this planet, focus on you first. Because quite frankly, that is the only thing that you can do. How you look at things, how you show up, what perspectives you choose, and whether or not you see the glass as half full or half empty is completely up to you. In this segment, I want to give you some examples of how you can apply this practically to your day-to-day life. I'm going to give you three, one, two, three different scenarios. First, let's start by looking at your overall attitude or perspective on life. Let's go back to that question I asked earlier. Are you a glass half full or glass half empty kind of person? Do you spend more time being grateful for what you do have or more time keeping extensive lists of what you don't have yet? And I think you're probably self-aware enough to know this on your own, but if you don't, then you go ahead and you check in with someone who knows you really well, who spends a lot of time with you and is going to be honest with you to tell you the truth, no matter how much it might hurt. Now, I know for me personally, I'm a pretty positive person most of the time. I will look for the good in every situation, maybe sometimes a bit too much. In general, in my life, I have been called Pollyanna many times, and I can't really recall any situations where someone has told me that I've been really negative. Doesn't mean that I'm not negative, but I haven't been called negative. And for the record, I actually take being called Pollyanna a true compliment, but hey, that's just me. But I wasn't always this way, to be honest. I can remember being Way back in my 20s and in my teens, I used to routinely look at a situation and try to really envision all the different ways that something could go wrong. It was kind of like I was giving myself this false sense of security that if I could think through every possible scenario, every single combination and permutation, then I was giving myself this mental insurance policy that if something went wrong, then I wouldn't be caught off guard. But to be honest, this actually didn't really work because there's still situations that are going to arise that you could never in a million years envision. And let's face it, when things go wrong, it's just gonna suck. Whether you thought it was gonna go wrong, whether you envisioned that it would go wrong or not, it doesn't matter. It's still going to suck. So you're going to give yourself a false sense of security if you do this. 
And another biggie, thanks to the law of attraction, when you focus on what you don't want, it actually increases the chances that you're going to bring it into your life. I know. Because that's how the law of attraction works, right? It's the same thing with worrying. Worrying is like praying for the things that you don't want to happen. You're giving your energy to them. So let's look at your business. How many times this week have you sat down and reviewed your accomplishments or your highlights versus how many times have you just beat yourself up for things that didn't get done or didn't go well? You see, often we accomplish something and then it just seems to drop off the plane of existence. We forget it instantly and it disappears from our memory and we just cease to even remember that it happened. We're already on to that new thing that we want to work on. Here's one more example for you. How many times in this last week have you taken time to appreciate the amazing people in your life? Now this could be someone with work, someone in your personal life, it doesn't matter. How often have you appreciated them this week or do you just take them for granted? Okay, so this is the first example. We're talking about your overall attitude or your perspective on life. Do you spend more time seeing the glass half full or half empty? Number two, the second way that you can apply this to your life is to look at how you handle surprises. I know that deep down inside we sometimes wish we could just control everything and we think that our life would be so much easier if we could just control every little detail or every aspect of our lives. But the truth is that that's not going to happen anytime soon so you might as well let go of this expectation. When things don't go according to plan, do you freak out and get angry? Do you scramble to find someone to blame? Or do you throw a little pity party? Or do you take a step back, use a different perspective or a lens of curiosity and think, okay, I guess this is meant to unfold in a different way than I had planned and that's okay. And I know that the sooner that I course correct and open my eyes to see this new way, or this new path, then the sooner I will be able to figure it out. All right, so that's number two. The third way that you can apply this to your amazing life is to look at your capacity to learn. Do you wander through life with a fixed or growth mindset? Do you just assume that you have learned everything that you need to learn and that you don't have to take any time or energy to adopt anything new? Or are you constantly hungry and thirsting for new learning opportunities? With this lens of changing the way that you look at things and the things that you look at change, then every time you are faced with something new that you don't know how to do becomes an opportunity for you to grow and learn to fine-tune your learning muscle because the more you learn, the easier it will be for you to learn new things. You're building a muscle, right? Okay, so let's recap those three different ways that you can use perspectives in your life. First, 
What is your overall attitude or perspective in life? Are you a glass half full or half empty kind of person? Second, how do you handle surprises? Do you freak out or are you resilient? And lastly, what is your capacity to learn? Do you have a fixed or a growth mindset? Okay, want to know what one of my favorite coaching questions is? Well, it's my favorite, but I can't really say that it is my client's favorite or not. Because whenever I use it, they always give me that look. You know, the look that you used to give your parents when they told you you had to clean your room. Or when they reminded you what your curfew is. It's when someone's telling you you something that you already know, but it's kind of a pain in the butt to be reminded. Are you ready for it? My favorite question is, is that a fact or a belief? It's a question that for me comes directly from my BS detector. Is that a fact or a belief? Because here's the thing. As a coach, we're actually not supposed to give our clients the answers as much as we want to, as much as we're tempted to. It's actually more powerful to help guide them to find their own answer, right? It's about teaching, not telling. So when I hear things like, oh, I can't make any money at this business, really, is that a fact or a belief? No one wants to buy what I'm selling, really. Is that a fact or a belief? No one wants to pay that much for what I have to offer. Really? Is that a fact or a belief? Do you see how annoying I am? And yet, as annoying as this question is, it's powerful because it causes us to change the way that we look at something. It's the ultimate tough love question, isn't it? Is that a fact or a belief? So I want to make a challenge to you this week. I want you to listen extra, extra carefully in every conversation that you have this week. And I want you to find a scenario where you can bust out this powerful question. All right. Is that a fact or a belief? So grab a pen or in a post-it note, write it down, put it on your desk or put it somewhere where you'll see it every day, and then give yourself a little check mark each time you bust out that question, okay? And you can use it on yourself, or you can use it on someone else. Is that a fact or a belief? For motivation this week, I want you to really think about perspectives. In every moment of every day of your life, you are at choice. You get to choose to either count your blessings or keep track of what you don't have yet. You get to appreciate what you do have or take inventory of your failures. You are at choice all the time. When you change the way that you look at things, the things you look at change. Don't waste your energy trying to change 7 billion people. Choose instead to change one person, one 
very special person. One very important person who really deserves your attention and your love. Who likely deserves a boost of positivity and a little more appreciation. Whenever a negative thought pops into your head this week, ask yourself, is that a fact or a belief? And you know that I'm counting on you as a leader to find an opportunity this week to use this question not only on yourself, but to lean in and really teach it to someone else. Because you have found yourself here today, listening to this podcast in this moment, which means that you are special. You have the capacity, the responsibility to teach and inspire others through your actions and through your words. So pay attention to your perspectives this week. Remember that you are always at choice to see something as half full or half empty. You are at choice to know if something is a fact or a belief. And most importantly, you are at choice in every single moment to believe how powerful and amazing and impactful you truly are. Thanks for hanging out with The Corporate Yogi. Remember, being an entrepreneur can be intense and isolating at times. Don't do it alone. Become part of Julie's Facebook group called Conscious Business. And if you're really serious about growing your biz, visit thecorporateyogi.com and book a free strategy session with Julie today.